0: Financial support for this podcast comes from Bo's Restaurant, located at 2304 Thomas Drive in beautiful Panama City Beach, Florida. Bo's is open from 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday and offers some of the best food in the Florida Panhandle. For takeout orders and more information, give them a call at 850-775-1828. Also, from our friends at KL Skaggs Heating and Air LLC, the next time you are in need of an HVAC repair, please consider giving them your business. Christian-owned and operated and above and beyond service any time of the day. Call them anytime at 850-238-5414.
1: There are many sports podcasts out there, but only this one is right on.
0: Welcome in, everybody, to the Right On Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Wright, and back with me today. I, I guess I usually say, as always, but uh, I did the last one without you, for good reason, because you're not a wrestling fan. My co-host, Marcus Wisner. What's up, bud? What's going on, Kyle? I I heard the great, great interview with, with your uh,
1: guest, man. Great interview. I loved it.
0: I appreciate it. I, I thought it went pretty well. Uh, he, he was a lot more down-to-earth than than people usually are. If you don't know what interview we're talking about, I uh interviewed former WWE superstar James Ellsworth on our uh podcast this following Tuesday. And uh that's why our episode is coming out on Friday instead of Thursday this week. Because uh we wanted to give people a little extra time to go listen to that episode. So to kind of explain ourselves there a little bit and explain why Marcus wasn't part of that because Marcus, you know, you're not a wrestling guy. Oh,
1: I say I'm not a wrestling guy. I just I mean I grew up watching you know stone cold and the rock after they left it's kind of like i really couldn't pay attention to it you know it's uh it's
0: tough these days it's tough it's really tough it's some, something about
1: loyalty something something about drinking an ice cold beer and stunning people in the middle of the ring especially your own boss
0: you know after that yeah. went away it's kind of like you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i get it i get it trust me i 100 percent understand but um When I had James Ellsworth on the show, it was mainly to promote the uh, Winter Massacre. or I'm sorry, wow, Winter Massacre. Winter Warfare, that's a major botch. Uh, You guys are welcome for that. Winter Warfare is going to be held by New Wave Championship Wrestling right here in Panama City Beach at the Todd Herandine Theater. That's next Sunday, December 13th. Uh, The address is 8010 Front Beach Road, Panama City Beach, Florida. So make sure you're there. If you bring an unopened toy, you only have to pay $5 for general admission um, meet and greet and ringside tickets, if you want to uh, meet James Ellsworth, are only $15. So, I mean, it's kind of a pretty good deal. And if you bring an unopened toy, that I mean, that's kind of the main goal here, because this is hosted by Stuff the Bus as well. So if you guys can make it out there next week, I'll be there, of course. Uh got a special role at this event that I'm not sure I can reveal yet, but I'll be there. So, that, I mean, that's kind of cool, huh? <laughs> that's pretty cool. I wish I could kick Ellsworth right in the nuts. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think he's gonna listen to this because he, I think he uh he got locked on to being a fan of the podcast. Last That's week, so cool, man. Well, if he, he does, hears, hey, we appreciate he you doing this, man. I'll
1: take it personally. Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. I think he knows it's just a rib. If he doesn't, well, I'm still gonna kick him in the nuts. So whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we got a we got a lot of stuff to go into today. So oh we, my goodness, just, dude! I don't. I, I can't even think of a title for this episode. I've been it's like, just kind of scattered on everything here. So maybe like the jack of all episodes, the jack of all trades, if you will.
1: Yeah, or like just
0: speed topics,
1: you know, like just, I mean, because we've got a lot. Of, I think we counted six topics we gotta, we're going to go through. We got 38 minutes <laughs> at this point now, so we're going to be blazing through them. So if we don't hit every point,
0: just know we're going to stretch every bit of this out. Uh, yeah, I have six uh, six bullet points here, so let's just go ahead and get started. And the first ones come from the NBA, uh, mostly mostly NFL stuff in this episode, but uh-huh. uh, some NBA stuff because there's stuff that we just have to talk about. The first thing that I have down here is we need to talk about LeBron's extension. Um, what was it? Two years, two years, million? two years, eighty five million
1: dollars, eighty five, eighty five. That's the, it's, right. It's the extension drags out towards his contract will end on twenty twenty three, which will be the year that. Uh, his son will be draft eligible for the NBA.
0: Right. Yeah. So that's what's gonna happen. It, Bronny's gonna come to the NBA, get drafted by, I don't know, the Bulls or something. Maybe by the Cavs. That'd be pretty crazy. And then LeBron's but, gonna go retire there, play one year with him. Yeah, that was the ultimate goal that LeBron's even stated uh, that his
1: his end goal is or his his goal is to basically play one year in the NBA with his uh, his son. And last I checked. Basketball, there hasn't had that hasn't happened. I know, obviously, in baseball. The Griffies did it, Griffey Senior and Griffey Junior, which I still right. to this day one of the craziest things because Senior and Junior back to back solo homers.
0: I don't yeah, know if it'll never that. happen again. E- I, I don't know if it's happened in the NFL either. I think the the closest we are right now is Frank Gore's sons in college. Well, Frank
1: Gore. I mean, Frank Gore is going to play until he's like forty five. You know, I thought right? it was already forty five. <laughs> Uh, I think, yeah, that's yeah, Frank Gore. That's a that's probably gonna be the only one for football. I mean, football is kind of a completely different sport, just the contact of it and everything. But I think if anybody could do it for a father son for another sport besides, I mean, besides what Major League Baseball
0: did, I think LeBron could, could be that guy, yeah, honestly. absolutely. And it doesn't, I mean, honestly, last year uh, we we both agreed on this multiple times. I don't really care who disagrees. Look, I mean. He was in his what 18th season and the guy still should have won MVP. Yeah, uh, I mean, he was he's definitely, a, I mean,
1: even to this day, even the guy who won MVP stated until, until he 100% feels confident, he is not going to say he's the best player in the league and he believes LeBron James is
0: the best player in the league. And that quote came from Giannis Antetokounmpo, who won the MVP. How can you not think LeBron's the best in the NBA right now? Like, I get the argument of the goat, like, but how can you not think that LeBron is still the best that there is right now? I, I it might be because of the
1: overshadowing of Anthony Davis. I want to say overshadowing, but the the help I guess he receives. Everybody's oh. got that. Though. Everybody has that now. Everyone. Yeah, everybody. You can't. I don't think people understood with that topic of like winning solo that that has never happened ever. People, I saw like people, it's, it's, I don't understand how people forgot that like Jordan didn't win without what some consider as a top 25 player in NBA history, and Scottie Pippen. Scottie Pippen, and they act like he didn't go out and get Dennis Rodman. Or it wasn't, or you know, it wasn't like that Scottie didn't get take like a seven year, nine million dollar deal or
0: something. <laughs> Rod, Rodman was already an all star. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh,
1: some people. Yeah. But anyway, but I think think that's. I I think that it's one of those things where even though he's getting paid $42.5 million when he's going to be, oh God, 38 and 39, I think, I mean, yeah, you could say it's kind of overpaid. But at the end of the day, I mean, this man's been playing since. He's the 16th season and he's still considered the best player. So, I mean, 18th, 19th, 20th season, honestly, like. As long as he stays healthy, I, I mean, it's well worth it,
0: right? Oh, absolutely. And I mean, we had this conversation on uh, the last episode we did together. I mean, the the dude should be getting paid more than he already is. I yeah, mean, you're you're essentially guaranteed to make the to make the NBA finals. Not the you're 100 percent guaranteed to make the playoffs. Almost like I think he only missed the playoffs in his first year, and then and then it his, was a, and last. And yeah. then last year in LA, right? Like that's yeah. Only it time was his rookie, playoff.
1: his rookie year, and then the, the his first year with the Lakers because he was hurt for like twenty one games or something like that. And it it was I think it was more so the fact that they were already eliminated, so they just kind of rested him for the rest of the season. They're like, you know what, man? There's a, let, we're not gonna do anything, you know, crazy. We're gonna just rest you, get you ready for next year. And then they got Anthony Davis. So
0: the rest was history. Honestly, honestly, such a such a goat. In my opinion, the goat. 100%. But. Like we said, that's a conversation for another episode because I'm sure True. we'll get some ridicule. Oh yeah. Um. So I want to ask you. I, I was going to say, do you do you think this is a fair deal for yeah. both sides?
1: Oh, hundred percent. If, if you get one more ring, even if it, if if, it, if the Lakers win next year, let's say they win next year, it doesn't matter. He could he could play ten games in both those years, and his contract was worth it. Because yeah. that would be the that'll be the first time back to back. You know. Uh, you know, winning championships since what was it? Oh nine, oh ten with Kobe. Not oh nine, oh ten. I'm sorry, it was <laughs> no,
0: oh, oh, 0-9, I think oh eight, oh
1: nine. It was yeah. It was God. It was so long ago. It felt like it was yesterday, but really it yeah. was long ago. Yeah, it was. It's, it was, it was, a it was long when time they beat ago. the Celtics and they turn around and beat the Magic. Yep, or it might have been backwards. Either way, it's it, the
0: teams are there, but. <laughs> It may have been 2009, 2010. We'll have to look that up, but we're going to have to move on because we already went over that topic. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, All right, so the next topic I have down here, we're staying in the NBA, the John Wall-Russell Westbrook trade that sends John Wall and a first-round pick from the Wizards down to Houston and sends Russell Westbrook up to the Washington Wizards. In your opinion, who won this trade? Washington, 100%. Yeah, really?
1: Well, I mean, when was the last time you seen John Wall play? That's fair, and they both have the same exact contract. Last time I checked, Russell Westbrook is still explosive. He can't shoot a three pointer to save his life. However, he does have Bradley Bill, who is very good at that. Yeah, and they have that Roy. I can't say his last name, but he was a rookie last year. He's actually really good. Um, and he goes to an Eastern Conference. Who with the Wizards, they can make they can make some noise. Uh, yeah, they
0: should be able to make the playoffs, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think that they have a they have a pretty good shot. Um. Like I said, you, you get rid of a player who you paid a max contract for who hasn't played in two years. You get rid of a first round pick who, if you make the playoffs, it's a bottom half bottom half pick. Which basically, in the NBA, is uh, it's like picking a needle of a haystack as far as finding you're gonna somebody. Be, you're going to be lucky. You're going to yeah. be lucky if he's effective, right? Yeah, exactly. So I think this is a massive win for Washington because Westbrook is very has been pretty healthy and he's always very he's always competitive. He always plays plays very well. Uh, Houston picking up this picking up John Wall, I mean, I said you don't know unless Houston knows something we don't. they picked up a, a guy who you haven't seen play in two years, but they did get a first round pick. however, again, if this pick is a bottom half pick it doesn't mean anything, and at the end of the day, James Harden still going to be the be the most ball dominant player on that team, right so, so I
0: don't understand it did Houston trade the wrong guy?
1: Uh, well, it's a matter of fact, they pretty much said that everybody is, tra- is tradable except James Harden. Um, the only noise only with James Harden is, is Brooklyn. But, uh, I think that it, I think Brooklyn realized that if they trade for James Harden, they'll lose all their assets that are going to be making them competitive for next year. And I mean, like they've got a lot of assets. They're not, you don't have to have three superstars. You don't. I mean, they, it's going to work with Kyrie and Katie as long as they stay healthy. They've got plenty of assets. They got Karis Avert is still there. They've got, I mean, they've got Spencer Dinwiddie who's there. He's going he's to be a very great backup point guard to Kyrie. They've got, um, uh, they still got DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. Um, uh, was it Allen? i think it's his last name i can't i forgot his first name but um he's they're, he's, they're even talking about dinwiddie
0: playing the two this year yeah
1: so they've, they've got plenty they've got plenty of assets that make them a good team and there's no reason to get rid of all of them to get a- another ball dominant superstar kyrie's nah. ball dominant and kevin durant's ball dominant so you want to add three ball there's only one ball last time i checked basketball it was one ball not three I have to so. watch
0: it again but you're i think you're right yeah, I, I think so too. Like, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure. But uh, true. <laughs> All right, so let's move to the NFL because I'm really excited to get to these topics. Um, I'm gonna save the best for last. I'm gonna save the, the uh Chiefs Buccaneers game for last. Oh ooh, okay. I'm gonna save that for last because there's some uh there's some debating topics I think that we're gonna have in there. Okay. So Denver was forced to play with no quarterback uh this this past Sunday. The Denver Broncos, uh, Kendall, Hilton, Kendall Hinton, I think was the dude's name. Practice squad ride receiver has to come up. He completes one pass in the second half of this game, by the way. everybody, I mean, much respect to the guy for stepping up into a situation where a lot of people would have just, like, crumbled. I mean, he looked confident. He couldn't throw, but he looked confident. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But in your opinion, do you think that this was fair with now and before you answer this i want you to take into consideration that they the nfl rescheduled the ravens and steelers game four times
1: yeah well so here's the thing this is two different two different topics the the broncos uh it wasn't there wasn't a widespread of covid it was just a quarterback room everybody else was fine whereas the ravens it was the entire organization that it had spread It went, to, i think it was like 22 people to players and coaches So they were concerned with all all members and to including um, when the game was originally scheduled for Tuesday night, uh, Baltimore uh, players and staff said that they were going to basically protest the game and take a forfeit if the game wasn't moved to Wednesday. Um, Now, mind you, Baltimore still didn't play with Mark Andrews. They still didn't play with Lamar Jackson. They still didn't play with with a lot of their starters. So. My thing is is if Denver was uh, – if they were allowed to move one game or one day at least and Denver couldn't, I know that there's like these COVID protocols, but there's got to be like a way to where you can have players who are like free agents who are can be – how should I put it um, – they can request to basically take COVID tests to say that they're ready to go. So if a team needs somebody, they can sign them and Im- they can be immediately eligible to play just for this instance, because they had Why? no, I mean, like this guy has some, the guy that they played at quarterback. He played, I mean, he was, a, he was a prior quarterback at wake forest, but again, you and I know in the ACC wake forest, that's, that's a bye week
0: Right. Second, and he was a second backup. to Florida I mean, state. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean,
1: but there's no I, offense. I mean, there was, there was I think they total they had 56 or 52 yards of offense the whole game. And they, the only points they scored was a 58 yard field goal.
0: If we could play a game that was supposed to be played on Thanksgiving Day, if we could play that on Wednesday afternoon. The following week, by the way, which is it's still considered a week what week twelve game, but we could play it on a Wednesday afternoon at three o'clock. I have a hard time believing that we have to make the Broncos play at three thirty on or four thirty on a Sunday. I really think that they could have let them sign they could have signed somebody. They should they should have been able to sign like a free agent quarterback, whether who I don't know who's out there, Jeff Driscoll, but I don't know. Jeff um, Driscoll was the one who had it from Denver. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just I'm I yeah, I know. I'm thinking or what's to do, Will Greer or whatever that guy's that kid's name Somebody, is. Somebody just you're telling Somebody. me you could
1: find one quarterback who's like, hey man, we're gonna do super basic offense. Here's the plays, here's 20 plays.
0: Well, I just don't know if they had that choice. I don't know if they had that like no they that said option.
1: They couldn't. Yeah. They said right. because of the COVID testing and everything and the COVID protocols, it was impossible for Denver to sign a quarterback that soon to
0: play. And you're telling me you, you, you couldn't. And kudos to the Broncos for not forfeiting that game because I think everybody knew they were playing the Saints, who were one of the hottest teams in the league. So do you think that if, like, let's say Kansas City had that, would they have rescheduled the game? Absolutely. Look, I mean, honestly, look at Tampa. They they almost pushed it back far enough for for Lamar Jackson to play in the Ravens game. They definitely would have absolutely can't, like, at least postponed the hell out of this game.
1: I know that Roger Goodell keeps saying that he doesn't he's not gonna cancel or postpone games because of competitive fairness, but come on, dude. Like that's a them, different level, man. That's you don't put you don't put a guy, you don't put it to where there's no it would be one thing if it was like uh if it was a different position. Maybe if it was like well, all if, like if like it the was whole, any other position, any like, other position. If they're like, okay, the whole safety room was out, or the whole line or the whole like cornerback or like the whole running back room was out. Okay, I mean, you could find somebody. You know what I mean? Like a former, like a wide receiver
0: can play, or some, or or a safety, or well, just somebody. Look, look, what that's kind of what Florida State did with Carlos Williams. They ran into option. They ran into a situation where they needed somebody to play running back. Yeah, and so they took Carlos Williams, who was like a top-rated safety coming out of high school, put him there, and then the dude got drafted at running back. Ended up, yeah. Being one so, of, but
1: quarterback is a very is part is the most vital position in football. And you're telling me right. that you take that away and the defense at that point knows he can't throw the ball so we're just going to blitz him every single play cuz he doesn't know what to do. And you got I, it. I I mean I, I watched that game for about 10 12 minutes and I was like this is just this is boring. This is annoying. I'm Oh man, up. we're
0: going we're going to get to that game. Actually, um oh yeah, we talked about the Denver game.
1: Yeah, let's go ahead and talk about the second yeah. boring game.
0: Yeah, let's talk about this other really boring game. <laughs> the in my opinion one of the worst games I've ever watched. The I don't know. I don't know if it was the worst, man. I don't know if I you've know, seen it's any... not the worst, but you have
1: you have you seen any Dallas games this year or Philly games?
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm saying dude for for what we had like a 10 and 0 team taking the field this was one of the worst games I've watched ever, ever oh played. yeah okay yeah, yeah. for a 10 and 0 team yeah it was pretty bad. Yeah so the Ravens and Steelers play at three o'clock on a freaking Wednesday. So number one they're letting people in the stands, and there's only 10 people there, period. Because so, <laughs> it's well, on cr- a well, day well, at 3.
1: Well, I mean, the, the uh, social distancing was very much in effect that
0: game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> dude, I mean, it's like five turnovers in the first five minutes of this game. And then oh, I got some questions coming off of this. All right. All right. Let me hear it. So, so my first question is, Ravens going forward, who should be their backup quarterback? Trace McSorley or RG3? RG3, sorry.
1: (laughs) Well, RG3 was hurt, so that's not really his fault.
0: That he stays hurt, though.
1: Yeah, but I mean, when he's healthy, he's not terrible. Uh, Trace McSorley actually didn't look too bad. I mean, he gave them the only touchdown.
0: People said if Trace McSorley actually started, they probably would have won that game. (laughs) I mean, he threw the ball to Hollywood Brown, which is something that Lamar Jackson and RG3 just can't seem to do. Yeah, I mean... I mean, it's one of those things where Lamar doesn't play. Why not start
1: Trace McSorley next week? You know who they play next week, right? Dallas, exactly. And
0: ain't like it probably, I mean Trace is going to be the fancy pickup of the week if that happens. I wonder <laughs> I wonder if Denver's like, why couldn't we play Dallas? right? They would have won yeah. I, just, I mean, they did play Dallas this year, right? and it- no. No, no, never mind, never. Mind. I'm thinking no. NFC, AFC North. Though. No, they're, but in the um, they're in the
1: West. They're in the West. Trace McSorley. I mean, if 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 he has to, if there's a, if Lamar does play next week, why not? Because RG 3s probably
0: hurt, so he'll get the chance either way. Right, exactly. Um, next question, and this is the biggest question coming out of this for me: Are the Steelers overrated? Like are they are they the really the the best team in the AFC? I don't think they're the best team in the AFC. I think you and I can look at each other right now in the eyes and say Kansas City is in the AFC, right? Are they overrated?
1: I I won't take away the fact that they're undefeated because being undefeated itself is hard. When you go through Absolutely. two and three and O, oh, like okay. Like a lot of teams will do that. But eleven and 0 oh is something that's, that takes a lot. Even in situations where it may be ugly, you still get the W because it's not their fault. They get they get the schedule. They get um, matter of fact, the AFC North, uh, the entire AFC North had the had all four of their teams had the top six easiest schedules in football this year. Pittsburgh had the, Pittsburgh had the second easiest, and Baltimore the first easiest. It's not their fault. That's just how how it was drawn. But to be eleven to zero. It's still 11 to 0. They could be the worst 11 to 0, but it's still better than the best 10 to 1. You right. know what I mean? Technically. Yeah. Technically, on regular season paper. But at, I mean, they had a bad game and they played on a Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday at three o'clock. I don't, I'm pretty sure that no other team, another no player on that team has ever played at Wednesday at three o'clock. So they're just like, all right, let's just get this W, whatever way. And because they play Monday night football or they play Monday football. I don't know if it's Monday night, but they play Monday against Washington. So it's like they got to turn around and play Wednesday, and they turn around and play on Monday. Um, right. they'll be twelve. They'll be twelve and zero. Uh,
0: overrated? No, I don't think they're overrated. See, I disagree. I think they are overrated. And like you said, eleven and eleven and zero is impressive, no matter what. Because we we went through this with Florida State a couple years ago, t- twenty fourteen. I know, hard to believe, right? Six years ago, we were undefeated, fourteen and zero. Yeah. But uh, Florida State won twenty nine games in a row. We're undefeated, and mm-hmm. we we went through all this crap with everybody disrespecting us. So going undefeated is impressive, no matter what, no matter right. what kind of schedule you play. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I don't think they're the best team in the AFC. I think the, um, they caught Balt or they caught Tennessee at a really good time to catch Tennessee, mm-hmm. and they beat Baltimore twice, but they just be barely slid by Baltimore's backup practice squad. Yeah, and I just don't. I haven't been impressed with anything they've done. They don't run the ball well. Uh, Big Ben's not throwing the ball that effectively. I don't think he's comeback player of the year anymore. I mean, I think that Alec thats Alex Smith's job or award to lose at this point.
1: Yeah, it's um, hard. I mean, I think either way, if they pick if the if they pick Ben, it's deserved. If they pick Alex Smith, it's deserved because you yeah, can't really you can't blame the media for picking Big Ben to come back. Let's say they go sixteen and zero. You're telling me a guy who who had Tommy John surgery comes back the next year and goes undefeated in the regular season. He doesn't deserve it. It, oh, don't matter well, if he, yeah. it <laughs> doesn't matter if he played, you know, poorly. It doesn't matter if he played awful. If he, if he threw 4,000 yards and they went 16 and Oh, it happens. Plus they better, if they, I don't, they better give Mike Tomlin the, the damn coach of the year award.
0: Please give it to this man. Please give it they- to this man. They seem to not want to give it to people that are at the top. And I think right now, if I had to pick coach of the year, it's, it's got to be Mike Tomlin, number one. Other than that, I mean, you got to look at Brian Flores in Miami. he's and He's got to be up there. Give it to Mike Tomlin, please. It should be Mike Tomlin. It should be. He should have been he, Mike Tomlin last year.
1: Or you know what? Actually, I take that back. I apologize. Give it to Adam Gase for
0: properly tanking. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he hasn't been fired because they are doing exactly what they want to do. <laughs> exactly. This is all going exactly the way they wanted it to. But they're gonna screw
1: it. up because Jacksonville's losing, and at the last game of the year, Jackson J- the Jets are gonna win and it's gonna be tied and they're gonna give it to the, the tiebreaker to the Jacks.
0: <laughs> Too bad they don't <laughs> play each other. Oh my god, the toilet bowl. Dude, that would be the best worst game ever. Oh man, they need to do that. The NFL needs to
1: implement to where like they need to throw one game in there. If it's a tiebreaker between the the number one, number two overall picks, what the winner of, talked- the winner of the game gets the number one pick.
0: That's what we <laughs> talked about. Like, get rid of the Pro Bowl because that sucks. Let's make the two worst teams in the league play, like, and the winner gets the number one overall pick. You that want to talk that about- would be
1: a great game. That's <laughs> I mean, basically essentially what the Pro Bowl is. There's no defense. I hate the Pro Bowl. It's
0: horrible. Yeah, it's it's terrible. It's Get awful, rid of it. right. I mean, if I hope did, they reimagine it. Look how well that reimagining it worked for the uh NBA All-Star game.
1: I like I like the Pro Bowl like the skill challenges and stuff like that. I think that's great. I think that's cool to watch, you know what I mean? But we've other gotten, than Yeah, good. Other than that the game nobody cares about that. That's why they moved it from Hawaii to Orlando. Nobody cares. Nobody gives a damn,
0: really. Nobody's no. going to fly to Hawaii for it anymore. Nope. Mm -mm. Nobody cares. All right. So moving on to the last topic I have down here, and I feel like this one's going to take a few minutes. Um, Tampa Bay and Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady. They played played on Sunday, Sunday afternoon. Really good game, I thought. Uh, I thought Kansas City really started strong and then slowed down there. It seems like Tampa Bay's offense finally caught its wheels in the second half of that game. Yeah, but um, I have some questions coming out of this game for you. OK, and obviously we know that Tom Brady is just uh, Tom Brady, in my opinion, is the best quarterback to ever play. Correct. We we know that Tom Brady is just a, a mastermind, an offensive genius. So when I say this, I need people to understand that in no way do I think that Tom Brady is not as good as Jameis Winston or that Jameis Winston's even close to being in that conversation. <laughs> but I think. In my opinion, and I want to know how you feel about this, this is starting to prove, like the turnover situ- the problems and the sacks and everything that's going wrong there, the, like the miscues with the receivers, I, th- I believe that this is starting to prove that it wasn't 100% Jameis's fault.
1: So I'll point out to this. Tom Brady threw for 340 yards and three touchdowns and had like two picks. Okay? That's a Jameis uh,
0: game, if I've ever seen. It. I mean, I'm just saying, but yeah. But strong.
1: the thing is, is what people, what, what Bruce Arians needs to understand: you have a 43 year old quarterback who's probably th- who's thrown for, a, he he will be approaching seventy thousand yards. It's, I mean, he's thrown a lot. Okay, and he needs to understand that at 43 years old, you can't, you can't throw the ball 30 yards every single time. You gotta the reason he was so successful in New England is because he would throw five to seven yard routes, and that was what worked for him. New the Tampa has to literally implement that. You've got one of the best route running receivers in probably in the last ten years, Antonio Brown, who still to this day can make, can make cuts like no tomorrow. You've got Mike Which,
0: Evans. By the way, I want to cut you off there for a second. I I just want to um. Antonio Brown hasn't played in the NFL in almost a full year. Well, over a full year by the time he finally touched the field again, uh-huh. and I know he hasn't like statistically been amazing. Like this last game, he only had what one catch on two targets. But his route running, he's there. There's still nobody better. I'm sorry. It's and I mean, it's one of those things where
1: I don't know what to tell tell people at this point. He's phenomenal. I think, I think Brady wants to force a ball, but at the end of the day. You know that connection still needs to get done. I think it will get done. Just give it a couple more weeks. Right before playoff time. Once playoff time hits, it's going to be a problem. Well, but like you got, I said, but, it
0: seemed like it came alive there at the end of this game.
1: But you got. But I mean, you got to understand again. You got to understand Kansas City is a is a air raid shootout offense, and you got to do it, and you can't run the ball against them because if you try to run the ball, they're just going to throw twice, two or three times to be in the end zone. It. <clears throat> I, I don't know what to tell tell anybody, but. Tampa has to implement. I said it already. They got to implement shorter route, routes. They have to. This whole take a take three to five step step drop back and throwing the ball with Tom Brady every single time. It's not working because it's start starting to die at the end. They've got to change it. Five to seven yard routes, maybe even ten yard routes. Those shorter routes that he can throw hard, that his velocity is still good at, and still very effective. It will work. It's I mean, it's not what Tampa wants. You know You got that new era that that the the flare, the swagger in Tampa. And they want to just absolutely just show that like that that they are the, the what everybody wants in the NFL as far as air raid offense. Well, it's not happening with a 43 year old. If you if you had Kyler Murray, hey, do whatever you want, throw that thing as far as you want. But you've got someone who literally has done this for 20 years. If you do something for 20 years, that requires wear and tear, at the end of the day, it's, it's not going to work as well. It's like a pitcher. You know what I mean? A, a pitcher, in twenty, you know, in their first five years, they're going to throw 95-plus an hour balls. At the end of their career, you start seeing them throw more off-speed. That's just the way it is.
0: I They they have to get the ball out of his hands quicker. Yeah, yeah I he's mean great they, at it. yeah absolutely he's always been that kind of receiver quarterback that's always the way he's been that's the way the whole system was designed in new england was for his receivers to go well for him to take a two-step drop out of the um not out of the shotgun but from under center two-step drop quick pass two-step drop quick pass these four to eight yard routes and they and he's got the guys there especially with uh ab godwin uh miller evans mike oh i don't i don't like mike evans i'm I mean the dude either catches a touchdown or doesn't catch the ball and you run he runs the wrong route all the time. I'm not a Mike Evans fan. Yeah, and but he's got old faithful and Gronk, man. You could tell when Brady's frustrated.
1: You could tell when Brady's frustrated because you'll see like you'll see the receivers start to get a lot at the beginning. And then towards the back half as when you'll see Gronk get like 10 catches. Because he knows that like old faithful Old Gronk is there every single time and knows what Brady wants, and he's going
0: to get it every single time. Well, see, that's the play. You got those guys, even Cameron Braid is great at catching quick passes. Like, the, mm-hmm. and then Ronald Jones. And i I not, once again, I'm not a Ronald Jones fan either, but even Fournette coming out of the backfield, those guys like quick drops, quick drops, quick drops, get the ball out quick. Fournette and then every now terrible. and again. What that does is you draw the defense in and then you could take that a couple yes, shots a game thank deep you. to Mike Evans and then you could take that deep shot to Gronk. It worked. Nobody could nobody could cover Gronk when he's uh, when he's going deep. They just can't. He's too big. He's 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 too fast for linebackers. He's too big for safeties. He he just can't be covered. And then Mike I, once again, I don't like Mike Evans. He's one just one-dimensional, but he is a good deep ball receiver. So you get these quick passes with guys like, like I said, AB and Godwin, who were amazing after the catch, by the way. Just get the ball in their hands. Let your playmakers do their thing. You cannot have a 43 year old quarterback taking five step drops and getting hit the way he is. He's been sacked like 30 times or 25, 30 times this year. And yeah, I see the pain that Jameis went through down there. And they're just not. And he's got way more to work with than Jameis had way more. Yeah. I think that if they were, if that was their
1: mindset, they should have kept Jameis. Yeah, Honestly. absolutely. 100%. They should, they should have done that 110% because now it's it's not working. It works some games and it's like, "Well, we're just going to go off of the winning streak." And then they'll lose and it's like, "Okay, well, and the part that kills me is it's like every game that like that something goes wrong, Bruce Arians points a finger at Brady and goes, "All right, I don't like what you're doing, uh, coach." Like, this is 애shor quarterback. How about work with him? This guy's won six rings. Figure this out. And see what can, what works best. Shorten, I, I shorten the game.
0: That. How many Super Bowls has Bruce Arians won?
1: Uh, he won one when he was a coach with I think he, when he was with Manning, and I think he won one when he was with Pittsburgh. I think he's but got. He, two, a, he might
0: have two. I I don't know, but he, I don't think he's won one as a head coach.
1: No, 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 it, no. I think right. he won one when he was a quarterback coach with Manning. I could be wrong, um, because I know he was a quarterback coach with Manning. I know he was the offensive coordinator with uh Pittsburgh. Well,
0: was he coaching Arizona when they had Kurt Warner and they went? No, that was no, he wasn't there that yet, was, right? That was Ken Wisenhunt. That's right. That was, that's right. That was Wisenhunt. and when he got, that's who they replaced him with. Yeah, but yeah, um, he had uh, he had Carson Palmer. Right. Yeah. So, but I just think that. uh I'm honestly, man. I, I'm on Tom Brady's side of this. The guy's won six Super Bowls. There's a reason he's done it. He knows what he's doing. The guy's smart, dude. There's nobody who works harder in the NFL. Than if, Brady. if they
1: were, t- if they if they considered arm strength to be a higher, uh, a higher attribute than IQ, Drew Brees would have been out of the league three years ago.
0: Yeah, absolutely. and you see, and
1: Drew Brees, all he does is throw it to Alvin Kamara, and Kamara runs for 150 yards and three touchdowns.
0: <laughs> but but who's got a higher football IQ than Drew Brees? You know what I mean? Not very many. There, I mean, honestly, in the game today, I I don't even think it's
1: it's pretty much between him. It's it's like one one a one b Brees Brady, and then Aaron Rodgers right under it.
0: Yeah, absolutely, I agree with that. So, um, coming out of this game, is Patrick Mahomes now the runaway MVP? Yes. Yeah, it's kind of like completely shifted in the I, last two weeks for us. But it's it's his to lose now.
1: I and people still say Aaron Rodgers is the MVP. And I, all I have to say is this: Patrick Mahomes threw for three hundred, threw for four hundred yards against Tampa's defense, and Aaron Rodgers had like three interceptions and a pick six. Yeah, I guess the same defense. So you make that Compared- decision. comparable opponents right exactly it's the same team same defense same location it
0: wasn't like one played in lambo they both played in tampa the dolphins play the chiefs next week and i'm not looking forward to it as good as the Dolphins, as good as the dolphins are playing right now i just there's no stopping that offense man i
1: yeah how about tyreek hill having 200 over 220 yards and two touchdowns in the first half
0: yeah, I thought he was going to have a huge game, which he did, of course. I th- but I thought it was going to be like, whoa, my goodness. Dang, I tell you what, thank I mean, God and playing against some fantasy
1: football. <laughs> 50, 56 points.
0: 56 yeah.
1: points, which I believe then, the PPR is the highest by a wide receiver ever. I know it's not the highest by a player ever, it's the highest right. by a receiver
0: ever. It might be. It might be. That's crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um other question I got out of this, do you think that we'll see this matchup again same same team same spot? Tampa Bay Super Bowl. Super Bowl? Mm, that's a good question. I can't just do you think we'll see it? That, that maybe that's the wrong way to answer because that's kind of vague like if but what are the chances that we see this again?
1: I'm going to go optimistic here and I only say optimistic because you cannot count Tom Brady in the playoffs. You can't count them out. And now this team still has four. their next four weeks. Um, I don't know if you've seen who the next their next four opponents are, but it's very, very easy. They play Minnesota. They play Atlanta. They play Detroit and then they play Atlanta again.
0: Which, by the way, I don't I don't know if Atlanta's easy at this point or not. It depends on which Falcons team shows up because they just went to Vegas and completely embarrassed the Raiders who have been a really good team this year. Well, Vegas went
1: to Atlanta, but yeah, they, well, you get it. Yeah, I know. Good job, Vegas. I started Derek Carr thinking that was going to be a great, easy pick. And Whoa.
0: Yeah, no, and yeah, that that <laughs> it wasn't. It it no, wasn't. It, no, it was a terrible decision. But no, um, I'm gonna say optimistic. That, that's the as far team as, that beat Kansas City, by the way. This,
1: so if they win the next four, which they have a very good shot at that, being eleven and five, they'll be the wild card. Um, I'm gonna say thirty thirty percent. We'll see this matchup again thirty percent, and that's just because you still got the winner. You still got the you know you still got Green Bay. You still got New Orleans, which New Orleans, you know, they always do something. Um, you got Seattle, Arizona. You can't count them out, even though that if it's Arizona, Kansas City, that game might be 56 to 60. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be that would be fun. I want a super bowl. Like, remember that, bro, the Chiefs Rams game we got a couple years ago? Yeah, we almost that was got it in the super bowl again. I mean, I don't know, somebody in the NFC East might go there. I'm just could you imagine if the Washington football team makes the playoffs yeah. and gets to the Super Bowl this year? Well, Which, actually, by the way, I, in my opinion the NFC is wide open, so it, yeah. I I really wouldn't discount any possibility of this happening. Well, actually the the division leader right now is the Giants. So, <laughs> well, they're going to they got they got to play the uh they got a tough game this Sunday with Daniel Jones out. They're um, but
1: I mean, if you look at the teams that are going to be making the postseason for the NFC, um, yeah, they have as long as they don't have to go to like Lambeau. If they go to Lambeau, I mean, obviously, you take a team from from South Florida and put them in the frozen tundra. That's that's tough. That's that's really, really tough. 30 um, percent chance. I, I, I'll I give them 30 percent. And if that happens, I mean, this will be the first time an NFL teams hosted a team for the Super Bowl. Which would be cool, um, yeah, thirty thirty percent, and I think
0: if that were to happen, oh man, what a great game that would be on. To be honest, yeah, absolutely, Mahomes versus Brady in the Super Bowl when like you, this used to be our AFC Championship, now we get it for all the marbles. That's cool with me. Obviously, yeah. but there's so many other options up in the air. I I don't know if there is a 100% front runner right now because the AFC is very upset prone.
1: Yeah, because um, I mean, we thought I picked Kansas City to go 15-1 and they lost
0: to the Raiders. Right. And then I don't, is there a hotter team than Tennessee right now? Like in the whole league. Right. I, mean, I I don't know. Like, if you don't, if you got a key on Henry, but if you do, Tannehill and A.J. Brown will make you pay. And if you try and key on them, you can't stop Derrick Henry. But that's There's the thing, just you know, no answer for that team. But I like
1: before, I mean, we got two and a half minutes left, but to go back onto the Pittsburgh Baltimore game, Pittsburgh only
0: allowed Derrick Henry like 25, 30 yards. Well, I mean, now, but now they're without Bud Dupree and, uh, and they lost somebody else for, for the rest of the year. So, I, We'll see, man. Tough, man, but you have anything tough. else from, from all this stuff, dude? Cause we talked no. a lot. We hit everything. Yeah, We hit pretty much everything right on the head in this episode. Uh, oh, well, I mean, we can do this real fast. Uh, we cause we missed Arizona 49ers thoughts on that real quick. Um, I mean, sucks to be
1: a California team right now, mm. but at least, at least the NFL is allowing them to play instead of having to forfeit
0: politics aside. This way you don't root for a California team. Mm. Big, big facts. Best thing to come out of California. Anything. Everything sure. leaving California is the best yeah. thing. That's that's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Hey man, I enjoyed this episode and I'm ready to do it next week. Yes, sir. Yeah, I've talked about a lot. Because a lot went down apparently this
1: week. So it's a busy uh, week. Busy, busy week. Yes, it is. And hopefully,
0: hope it's like that next week, too. Hope it is. Hope it isn't. You know, kind of <laughs> right there in between. It's one of them things like, damn it, we gotta hit seven things. <laughs> right.
1: But then you know, if nothing happens, we're like, we gotta talk about one thing for 40 minutes. <laughs> I'm
0: by the way, I'm not typing all of this into the description. You guys could just listen. <laughs> True that. <laughs> all right, man. You take it easy. Yes, sir. You too, buddy. And uh thank you to our fans once again for listening. Ah, last thing, social media. Where can they follow us? Uh, You can follow us, Instagram, Twitter, and
1: Facebook.
0: uh, The ads on Instagram and Twitter, at RightOnSports. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, um, iTunes, whatever, throw us a rating. It'll help us get us out there. Yep, that'll definitely help us. Keep your eyes on our Facebook page for uh, T-shirt information coming soon, and we'll see you guys next week. Thank you.